name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. My friends, tonight, this feast that we celebrate tonight, it's a feast of joy, it's a feast of anticipation, it's a feast of comfort, and it's actually the feast of the hope of every Christian. We celebrate tonight the Assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary, which means tonight all over the world, or today I should say, no matter what time it is all over the world, every one of the faithful in Christ is remembering our Lord's Mother falling asleep like all of us will, but also remembering her translation, the translation of her soul to the bosom of her Son in Paradise, and the resurrection of her body as she would be the first of us, of all mankind, to experience the resurrection as a human. And this is what we have in front of us tonight, which, by the way, is why this particular feast day has always been known in the church as the Summer Pascha. The Summer Pascha. The resurrection itself of us all, because of our Lord Jesus Christ, is placed right before us tonight. This is why this feast is one of the 12 major feasts of the church. It has to do with every one of us. And like you hear myself and any priest and any bishop and hierarch in the church say, that every time we celebrate something of the mother of God, we're celebrating something of ourselves, number one. We see something of ourselves very clearly when we look at her. But just as she nods in every icon, when we see something of ourselves, she nods at us to be looking at Christ and giving Him the praise because everything good about what can now be for us is because of the finished work of our Lord Jesus Christ. And so tonight, the celebration we celebrate actually answers the question that so many walking in darkness want to know and we want to be assured of. What happens to the soul when the body falls asleep? That's answered for us tonight through what occurs at the Assumption translation of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Let's first remember the story and then let's remember what of the story shows us something of ourselves that we should rejoice in. So as the mother of God was getting close to her falling asleep, she was staying where she had always been staying. Remember, on the cross, our Lord Jesus Christ gave the care of his mother to the Apostle John. And so she was there in his house at the time of her falling asleep, or as she was beginning to fall asleep in the Lord. And our Lord Jesus Christ, by the Holy Spirit, brought all of the apostles, save one, to come be at her side as she was falling asleep. And they witnessed this woman have what we pray would be our falling asleep because it was gentle and it was peaceful. And she went. And they all experienced that rejoicing over this blessed woman who they loved very dearly. Yes, filled with a bit of sadness. We won't see her for a while. But they rejoiced over her going to be with her son. Now Thomas was the only apostle that was not yet brought there intentionally by our Lord. So after she fell asleep, she was brought to her resting place, which by the way is right near the Garden of Gethsemane. And some of you I know have been uh, to see the church that is on the site of the grave of the Blessed Virgin Mary there at Gethsemane. There's a church erected there for this, this very remembrance. 
And so that's where she was placed and the tomb was sealed and we're told after three days, excuse me, after three days, Thomas is led there and wants to pay his respects to the Blessed Virgin to give his love to her as his fellow apostles had. So they roll the stone away and her body is not in the tomb. Just as with our Lord Jesus Christ, his body was not in the tomb. This is what we celebrate tonight. She is the first to partake ahead of us all in the resurrection itself. And the Lord did this as a testimony first to the apostles and now to all of us as to absolutely what will happen for all that remain in Christ. I invite you for just a moment to see this in the icon of the Dormition or the Assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Look at the front of your bulletins with me if you would. <coughs> It shows us all of these realities. First, it shows us that the mother of God, just as all of us will, unless Jesus comes again before that time, she fell asleep in the Lord as her body ceased to function. And again, we have prayers in the church praying for a peaceful end to our lives. And we see this granted to the Blessed Virgin Mary. But we see her body most certainly laid on the bier, showing us that she tasted the falling asleep of her body. Secondly, look at what the icon shows us as to what happened to her soul when she falls asleep. Right above her soul, as if superintending it all, you see her son, our Lord Jesus Christ, in paradise. And what is he doing? He's taking to his bosom his blessed and all-holy mother wrapped in swaddling clothes. Look at the icon. Because if, where do we see swaddling clothes before this? With our Lord Jesus Christ at his birth. That when he was born wrapped in swaddling clothes, his mother took him to her bosom. Now look at this beautiful, beautiful scene. As she falls asleep, and because of his finished work, she brings to he brings to her his bosom his mother wrapped in swaddling clothes. What you see is her soul being brought to the bosom of Christ and comforted and given peace there. You see this? This will happen to all who remain in our Lord Jesus Christ. This is one of our great hopes. But as if that wasn't enough to be brought to the peace of the bosom of Christ himself, it goes even further. She was adorned with her resurrected body so that the apostles and all of us could see the fullness of the promise, the fullness of the progression of the soul because Jesus Christ doesn't do the resurrection. Jesus Christ is the resurrection and the life. It is his voice. It is always within his command, just like he did with Lazarus before the resurrection, raised him from the grave. And so before the resurrection, he grants his mother the resurrected body so she could be a testimony to every generation to come that the resurrection is true and it is real and it is the person of her son, our Lord Jesus Christ. This is the great hope for all of us that we will be escorted by angels to the bosom of the Lord for those who remain in Christ, and we will be granted rest 
from all of this. What do we cry out at every funeral? Grant them what? Rest. Grant them rest. Grant them rest eternal for every soul taken into the bosom of our Lord Jesus Christ. Tonight, what we celebrate, the assumption, the translation, the resurrection of the Blessed Virgin Mary to paradise in her resurrected body, it, and I would say she, shouts out, O death, where is your sting? Understand, Jesus Christ was raised from the dead and He was God. This is a human that by His command is resurrected. This is one of us. It shouts, death has no play in the life of the Christian. Our Lord granted this for His Holy Mother, no doubt. But He did this to encourage all of us and keep us stayed with hope, fixed on hope, so that we live our lives in Christ. For when the trumpet sounds and the souls of both the living and the dead are called before the Lord, the sheep will be granted paradise. The sheep will be granted these resurrected bodies just like she did. And all heaven will rejoice that the fall of man is abolished. All tears, every sorrow, they are thing of the past. All suffering is gone in the instant. Christ is the resurrection of life. You see, the assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary, it points to the certain hope and joy of what lies ahead for all of us should we remain in Christ. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.